0: Today's reading begins in Exodus chapter 2, starting in verse 11. In those days, when Moses had grown up, he went out to his brothers and saw their burdens. He saw an Egyptian striking a Hebrew, one of his brothers. He looked this way and that way, and when he saw that there was no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. He went out the second day, and behold, two men of the Hebrews were fighting with each other. He said to him who did the wrong, Why do you strike your brother? He said, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you plan to kill me, as you killed the Egyptian? Moses was afraid, and said, Surely this thing is known. Now when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh, and lived in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters. They came and drew water, and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. The shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them, and watered their flock. When they came to Reuel, their father, he said, How is it that you have returned so early today? They said, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds, and moreover he drew water for us, and watered the flock. He said to his daughters, Where is he? Why is it that you have left the man? Call him, that he may eat bread. Moses was content to dwell with the man. He gave Moses Zipporah, his daughter. She bore a son, and he named him Gershom. For he said, I have lived as a foreigner in a foreign land." In the course of those many days, the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed because of the bondage, and they cried, and their cry came up to God because of the bondage. God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the children of Israel, and God understood. Now Moses was keeping the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the wilderness, and came to God's mountain, to Horeb. The Lord's angel appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the middle of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. Moses said, I will go now and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw that he came over to see, God called to him out of the middle of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses. He said, Here I am. He said, Don't come close, for the place you are standing on is holy ground. Moreover he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land, to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Now, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. Moreover, I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Moses said to God, Who am I, that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, Certainly I will be with you. This will be the token to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Behold, when I come to the children of Israel, and tell them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? What should I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, You shall tell the children of Israel this, I am has sent me to you. God said moreover to Moses, You shall tell the children of Israel this, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together, and tell them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, has appeared to me, saying, I have surely visited you, and seen that which is done to you in Egypt.' I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, to a land flowing with milk and honey. They will listen to your voice. You shall come, you and the elders of Israel, to the king of Egypt, and you shall tell him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Now please let us go three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God." I know that the king of Egypt won't give you permission to go, no, not by a mighty hand. I will reach out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do amongst them. And after that he will let you go. I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it will happen that when you go, you shall not go empty-handed. But every woman shall ask of her neighbor, and of her who visits her house, jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and clothing. You shall put them on your sons and on your daughters. You shall plunder the Egyptians. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 17, starting in verse 10. His disciples asked him, that is, Jesus, saying, Then why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus answered them, Elijah indeed comes first, and will restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has come already, and they didn't recognize him, but did to him whatever they wanted to, Even so, the Son of Man will also suffer by them. Then the disciples understood that he spoke to them of John the baptizer. When they came to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him, and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is epileptic and suffers grievously, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. Jesus answered, Faithless and perverse generation, how long will I be with you? How long will I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And it went out of him, and the boy was cured from that hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately, and said, Why weren't we able to cast it out? He said to them, Because of your unbelief. For most certainly I tell you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will tell this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. But this kind doesn't go out except by prayer and fasting." While they were staying in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is about to be delivered up into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and the third day he will be raised up. They were exceedingly sorry. When they had come to Capernaum, those who collected the didrachma coins came to Peter and said, Doesn't your teacher pay the didrachma? He said, Yes. When he came into the house, Jesus anticipated him, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom did the kings of the earth receive toll or tribute? from their children or from strangers? Peter said to him, From strangers. Jesus said to him, Therefore the children are exempt. But lest we cause them to stumble, go to the sea, cast a hook, and take up the first fish that comes up. When you have opened its mouth, you will find a stator coin. Take that, and give it to them, for me and you. Psalm 22, beginning in verse 1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me, and from the words of my groaning? My God, I cry in the daytime, but you don't answer, in the night season, and am not silent. But you are holy, you who inhabit the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted, and you delivered them. They cried to you, and were delivered. They trusted in you, and were not disappointed. But I am a worm, and no man, a reproach of men, and despised by the people. All those who see me mock me, they insult me with their lips, they shake their heads, saying, He trusts in the Lord, let him deliver him, let him rescue him, since he delights in him. But you brought me out of the womb, you made me trust, while at my mother's breasts, I was thrown on you from my mother's womb, you are my God, since my mother bore me. Don't be far from me, for trouble is near." For there is no one to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They open their mouths wide against me. Lions tearing prey and roaring. I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have brought me into the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A company of evildoers have enclosed me. They have pierced my hands and feet i can count all of my bones they look and stare at me they divide my garments amongst them they cast lots for my clothing proverbs chapter 5 beginning in verse 7 now therefore my sons listen to me don't depart from the words of my mouth remove your way far from her don't come near the door of her house lest you give your honor to others, and your years to the cruel one, lest strangers feast on your wealth, and your labors enrich another man's house. You will groan at your latter end, when your flesh and your body are consumed, and say how I have hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof. I haven't obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor turned my ear to those who instructed me. I have come to the brink of utter ruin amongst the gathered assembly."